Welcome to Sex Ed with DB. I'm your host, Danielle Bezalow. Let's get into it. Welcome back to the podcast. If you love and support the work that we do, join my crew on Patreon to win amazing prizes like our adorable merch, exclusive behind the scenes content, private sessions with yours truly, and incredible sex toys. Go to patreon.com slash sexedwithdb to join my crew. Get discounts at all of my favorite brands at sexedwithdb.com. And follow us on Instagram at sexedwithdbpodcast and on TikTok at sexedwithdb. If you want to partner with us, email us at sexedwithdb at gmail.com. Hello, listeners. How are you doing? I hope you're doing well. I'm wishing you all a very happy new year, hoping it brings you love, life, sex, pleasure, happiness, joy, and all of the things. Today's episode is all about pulling out. I'm sure you've heard a lot of different ideas and opinions and information about pulling out, and I am here to set the record straight. And so without really spoiling it, TLDR here, the pullout method does work if it is implemented perfectly 100% of the time. It's about 96% effective. But are we perfect people? No, we are not. And so in reality, the pullout method is roughly 78% effective at preventing pregnancy. Does that number surprise you? I feel like as a sex educator, it very much surprised me the first time I learned that figure from Planned Parenthood. And the reason why I'm surprised is because, I don't know about you, but for me, that sounds pretty high of effectiveness, 78%. That's like quite a lot of effectiveness from the pull-out method. And so maybe that's not what you expected me to say during this episode, but it's really important that we get the facts straight, answer the questions, kind of share, you know, what that really means in terms of other methods and, and kind of get everything on the table. So as a sex educator, when I go into schools and when I create content around birth control, it's really important that people learn all of the different kinds of options that are out there. So we're able to compare that to the pullout method, for example, right? So we have your long-acting reversible contraceptions, LARCs, right? Which are like the IUD, which the copper IUD and the hormonal IUD are 99.9% effective. Why? Many reasons. One is that unlike the pill or a condom or the pull-out method, the IUD is inserted by a health professional and sits in the uterus until you want to go get it taken out by that health professional. So it can last for years, essentially. The hormonal IUD from three to seven years and the copper IUD up to 10 years. Those are the most recent figures, I believe, but keep keep abreast of that and I will too because the FDA changes that all the time. So the hormonal IUD lasts three to seven years, I believe maybe even eight now. The copper IUD lasts up to 10 years. And so that means that if someone wants to prevent pregnancy for all that time, they just need to get it inserted. And if they are feeling like they aren't really getting bad symptoms or, you know, super awful symptoms or any symptoms at all, and it feels good for them, then they can just leave that there for years. But with a method like the birth control pill, for example, right, which is around 91% effective with typical use, there's room for error there. And so that error might be, okay, I'm not taking the pill at the same exact time every day, so it loses effectiveness. If 
you essentially forget the pack at home. If you go on vacation, right, then that's like a whole month that you're theoretically not going to be protected for the time that you're on the pill. And so with that 91% effectiveness, that's still like, if you think about it as a grade on a test, right? Like 91% effectiveness, that's an A minus, right? Pretty good. We say that that's like a quote unquote pretty effective method, whereas the IUD is a very effective method. That's an A plus, like closest that you can get essentially to 100%. And as we may or may not know, there is no birth control that is 100% effective at preventing pregnancy other than abstinence. (laughs) We like to talk about abstinence because even though we know that it's not realistic for most people in their lives, most people do have sex and when they do need to be prepared, you should know that that is the only 100% way to prevent STIs in pregnancy is abstinence, aka not doing anything at all when it comes to sex, not having PV sex, penis vagina sex. And so when it comes to the pullout method, what is the pullout method? It's also known as withdrawal, right? And essentially withdrawal or the pullout method is a way to prevent pregnancy by keeping semen away from the vagina. So it works best you know, when you use another birth control method with it, like a condom. And what exactly is it? Well, it's exactly what it sounds like. It's pulling the penis out of the vagina before coming or ejaculation. And if semen or cum gets in the vagina, that person with the vagina can get pregnant. So ejaculating away from a vulva or vagina prevents pregnancy. But there are a lot of what ifs, right? Like you have to be sure to pull out even before any semen comes out every single time you have vaginal sex in order for it to be most effective. And pulling out does not prevent against STIs, right? So if you're someone who wants to be protecting yourself against STIs and unwanted pregnancy at the same time, then you're going to want to use the dual protection method, which is a condom plus a different form of birth control, aka the condom and a pill or the condom and an IUD or the condom and a patch or the condom and the nuvering, right? Because in that dual protection method, you're more likely to be protected against unwanted pregnancy and STIs at the same time. And so back to that 78% number, like I'll leave that up to you. Like when we're thinking about a test that we take and we get a 91% on that test in A minus if we use the pill. We're getting a C plus, you know, if we're using the pullout method, which again might seem high for some people. Like that's almost a B minus. Like that's not bad. However, when you're talking about STIs and unwanted pregnancy, you don't necessarily want to take the quote unquote not bad approach. And maybe you want to take the more very good approach or excellent approach. And and that's totally up to you, honestly. Like whatever kind of risk that you are willing to take when it comes to STIs and unwanted pregnancy always is up to you. Like understanding in the moment, it's really hard for us if we don't have a condom and are willing to take that risk. Like as long as you know the risks and the benefits of using the pullout method, then that is fully up to you to be able to take that risk. At the same time, it is important as a sex educator that I make it really clear that one night of pleasure may not be worth, you know, potentially contracting an STI or experiencing an unwanted pregnancy. And so to that, I just say, you know, always recommend to have condoms on hand. 
and don't keep them in a wallet. They have a risk of tearing, you know, keep them in a room temperature place. Make sure you check the expiration date. Make sure if you're someone who's sensitive to latex, maybe you want to buy non-latex condoms. And so these are all things that we need to think about in advance if we are wanting to have sexual intercourse in order to keep ourselves safe. But that being said, to answer, you know, the question of does the pull-out method work with typical use, 78% of the time. With perfect use, 96% of the time, but we are not perfect. So that 78% is a more accurate figure. And lastly, you know, can you get pregnant from pre-cum? The answer is it is rare, but yes. And that is why it's really important that we, if we're choosing to use a condom, we put that condom on the penis well before we are, you know, ready to actually insert that penis into the vagina for penetrative sex because condoms only work if we use them correctly. Thank you so much for listening. Again, happy new year. Love y'all. Talk soon. Our creator, host, and executive producer is me, Danielle Bezalel, aka DB. Our co-producer and communications lead is Katherine Cohen. Our co-producer is Brian Peoples. Our social media intern is Sarah Kelly. Our music theme is by Hook Sounds. Thank you so much to our featured guests, partners, and our listeners. Want to advertise with us? Email us at sexedwithdb at gmail.com. For more sex ed content, follow us on IG at sexedwithdbpodcast and on TikTok at sexedwithdb. See you next time.